Good morning, good afternoon, guys. Welcome back to another Geek Tavern. As always, it's me, Sean. I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Aaron. I'm Batman. And as you can see, we're having a little bit of a different setup for you, but it's coming to you nonetheless. And we're here to talk about Mike's recommendation for us, which is Michael Keaton's Batman movies from some date that I don't remember. 1989. Yes. 1989, so, 1992? Yes. Um, yeah. So it was funny because, you know, the Walmart radio has, like, trivia they do every so often. And there was, like, three Batman questions the other day. I'm like, what are the chances? <laughs> and, be and before we jump in, uh, the return of Michael Keaton has been shortened. Yep. So It's, it's more than likely going to get shortened further. It might just be non-existent here soon. Yeah, omitted entirely. Yeah. So. Yeah. With the, so the cancellation of Batgirl, right? Yeah. That, that's it. And then the odds that uh, the Flash movie will never see the light of day are becoming increasingly more and more. So. I mean, yeah, there I mean, there was there was more money to be spent on post like the post production of Batgirl, so. They're just cutting their losses. I'm pretty sure the Flash is completely done. Is it? And it's like, you know, three times the amount of money <laughs> that uh, Batgirl was, so. I mean, honestly, at this point, just, like, make another Michael Keaton Batman movie. Yeah. But, like, Batman Beyond, and just have him be old Bruce Wayne, and just let it ride. Yeah. Forget yeah. Flash, forget Batgirl, like, just Michael Keaton, dress him back up. Making Batman Beyond. So I don't know how deep you want to get into that, but I just thought, nah. it, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to at least mention because that wasn't a thing when I before I picked it. So we'll yeah. we'll we'll get canceled next. <laughs> Warner Brothers will kick in the door behind <laughs> me, and enough. Everybody's talked about it already. Yeah, pretty much. So I don't have a synopsis in front of me. I'm. Not prepared. No, it's okay. We didn't have a long time set up or anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the first feature film, Batman film, right? Like Incorrect. feature length film. Well, Not there wasn't. Yeah, had one in the sixties, nineteen sixty-six. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, that was the okay. Caesar Romero Joker one. Okay. Wasn't he always? Wasn't he always Joker? Yeah, but, like, the movie is where, like, everybody remembers him from the most. Like, yeah. that, that's where all the memorable things are, like, where he says, like, you wouldn't, or he said something like, you wouldn't say that to my face, Joker. Mm. <laughs> and then he turns, he turns around. around. He's like, eh. um, Yeah, that, that's where they, they took the big bomb in yeah. forever. Like, it's basically the same bomb. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so Tim Burton directed Michael Keaton starring Batman, the new grittier Batman. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, um, this was probably pretty shocking when it first came out because oh sure, I mean, it, the only other reference was the 1966 Batman movie and, and TV show and a lot of materials from the 40s, which weren't feature length. Right. Have you ever watched those? Those are interesting. <laughs> oh, um, 
Yeah, I forget. I forget who played Batman. I know George Reeve played Superman in the old '40s serials, and I forget who played Batman. I honestly are like really cheesy. I honestly think it was another Reeves. It might have been or something. There was something weird with with that name, but um, yeah. So 1989 Batman. Um, you know, we see the the origin of Joker. Um. Which, yeah, one of many. One of thousands, literally. Um, uh, his name is Jack Rapier. In the Napier, huh? Napier, Rapier sword. Oh, well, whatever. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a gangster. I don't. Does it ever say? I mean, his uh, boss isn't like any of the. It's not like a Falcone or a. a uh, you know. Griffin. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like. Not like a staple gangster family in right. the Batman universe, but he is like, he's directly under the head of some like gangster organization, mm-hmm. and he's sleeping with uh, his boss's girlfriend. Right. So uh, they set him up to. I think that the they were they're gonna have the police kill him, and then Batman intervened, and then that's how he ended up falling in the vat of acid and uh, Jokerifying himself. Yeah, and they they're like, yeah, fine, you know. We still don't have to do it. <laughs> but so this uh, is going to be jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, I think we may have talked about this whenever we did the other Batman films that are technically in this continuity. But, yeah, uh, I mean, he just changed his face. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if we brought up the fact of like how Bruce Wayne Batman is like an unreliable narrator to an extent because he substitutes the villain that he is fighting for each movie um, with the people that murdered his parents in Crime Alley. And this Mm -hmm. is the first time we see that, like, uh, allegedly Jack was the person that killed uh, uh, Bruce's parents. And I I just don't know, like, what are your guys' thoughts on, like, if he is actually the one that did it, or if it's just the, it's just Bruce, like, coping, like he... Yeah, trauma. Like... Yeah, I think it's a coping thing where he has to, like, project that onto somebody to, like, use that to stop them. Yeah. I I mean, he does it in literally every, well, almost everyone, because he does it with uh, Two-Face. Right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. Well, I guess he doesn't do it with the Penguin, does he? No. No, that's not really an underlining thing of that movie. No. Um, One thing I was going to bring up was... I didn't realize this until I watched it this time. It, it's like people don't know anything about Bruce Wayne in this start of this movie. Yeah, they he's like, I, I like the way that Michael Keaton plays Bruce Wayne. He's yeah, like, like really weird. Right. Yeah. He's like an odd guy uh, who just like happens to be super rich. And uh, yeah, like the reporter and um, Knox. Vicky, yeah, Vicky Valancourt. Uh, they show up. And they're acting like uh, they have no idea who Bruce... Like, she literally walks up to Bruce Wayne and is like, hey, do you know where Bruce Wayne is? Right. And he's like, uh, down there somewhere. <laughs> like, I don't know like, why it was so... surprising. Yeah, I don't know why it was so prominent this time, but I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, he's still rich. Like, he's throwing this fundraiser thing, you know? Like, people know yeah, who like, he is. Especially, like, if you live in Gotham. And you're a reporter, I mean, maybe she. I mean, she, she might. She's not from there. Yeah, she might not know but, what he looks like. But like, 
you'd think that like being in that business you'd know like what the billionaires look like yeah uh, or at least i mean like i don't know what every billionaire looks like but you know i know what elon musk and uh, jeff bezos look like so you think yeah, that we have social media that would like show us what they look like yeah yeah. So, I mean, we have that benefit versus the late 80s where there was no internet. Like, unless you bought, like, a book that they did or you saw their picture in a paper or something, like, you really but wouldn't then, know. Even like, then, Bruce Wayne is the subject of a horrible tragedy from the beginning of his life. You'd think that, like, he'd be, like, heavily reported on into his, like, uh, early 30s, you know, or late 30s, early 40s, or however old he's supposed to be. Not necessarily. I think he's pretty old, actually. I think yeah. I, I think he's in his forties. I I think they say it at some point. I can't remember where. Yeah, but uh, and, and this is also like very early on in Batman doing Batman stuff. That's uh, true. Which is kind of funny because like, it's like we're told that it's early on in him like fighting crime and all that shit, but then also. Uh, we're just supposed to know that, like, he does stuff in the Batcave and he has the Batmobile and all this stuff. We're, we're, it's almost like you're supposed to have this pre-existing knowledge of Batman, which everybody has, but, like, right. if you were going to watch it as just, like, a standalone movie, not knowing who Batman was, you'd just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell? Why does he have this Batcave and all this shit? Well, even in a story base, or in a story, whatever, overview, like... It's early on, but yet he has this, like, super established car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like, it should be almost the Tumblr before it was even painted, basically. What a great-looking car. The Tumblr? Or the 89? Well, <laughs> I like the Tumblr, but I mean, the I do too. 89, too. It's pretty good. That's probably the best one. And the then, Tumblr? uh... Huh? Aaron? The Tumblr? No, the 89. Oh, I like okay. the Batman the Animated Series one. That one's based on the 89. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's basically the same, but there are differences. But They, they even use the Danny Elfman theme in the opening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think the movie was why that animated series got greenlit. Oh yeah, because it like it rebooted everything, like mm -hmm. it rekindled the interest in Batman. Because I'm pretty sure before that, nobody gave a shit about what was going on with Batman in comics or anything like that. Right. I mean, yeah. What? So like, it's it's the late '70s, early '80s. Like, I obviously comics are not like how they are now, where like people read them all the time. Like all kinds of people read them. It was like still a very niche thing, and you're like a nerd. If you watch them, yeah. let alone having like a feature, like a pretty successful and long feature length film be made about a character from a comic book, you know what I mean? Well, and I mean, we can't forget the stepping stones that went into that because we had the 70s Superman movies, also yeah. from Warner Brothers, that were successful enough to probably by the time they finished like Superman 4 or whatever, whatever that garbage pile was. Um, that they probably were like, well, people seem to like the superhero genre. What could we introduce next? And then they were like, well, Tim Burton's popping off. Maybe we could do a Batman directed by him. Which, honestly, I will say this up front. Perfect choice. Mm -hmm. Perfect choice to do a dark Batman like like he did. Does um, it have some... I was about to like, say, it's, it's not without its campiness. 
no, like, no, it's not oh, yeah. it's camping, but like the overall feel is yeah. very like I think that Gotham City is just like embodies like how Tim Burton like that's like his perfect city, I think. Like he would love to live in like an actual life Gotham oh, yeah. City or something. Yeah. And like that that's the thing that I that I'll say about like knowing the comics that uh that version of Gotham is like the closest in cinematic that we've ever seen. Yeah, they even like make it real like as the movies go on, they make it like even more almost metropolitan. Yeah. Like with like the high rises that like especially in um the gigantic statues that like hold up like parts <laughs> yeah. of buildings, like shit like that. Like yeah. that's gone. Yeah. And they get even worse in like the, the third and the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say in Batman yeah. Forever it's like even like like it's like thousands of feet high buildings and you're it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um so of it's just bad CGI. This is only his second um like actual feature film. Everything Beetlejuice. Was, yeah, Beetlejuice was the first and then everything before that was like T V. Alright, I was trying to blend in with the headphones, <laughs> but I'm gonna ixnay that. <laughs> um I mean, yeah, I say what you will about a Tim Burton's later work, which I'm a fan of at least like half of his later work. But uh, you know, this film and the subsequent film, and Beetlejuice for that matter, are very good mm-hmm. movies in my opinion. Oh, I so. love Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I don't like I know a few that I know, but I don't know everything that he's done. Um, this was before so it's kind of funny, you can see like traces of his like uh Tim Burtonisms that he would do. So obviously Michael Keaton was carried over from Beetlejuice. Right. And then that's kind of like uh like a precursor to what he would do with um Johnny Depp in the future. Yeah. Where he's just like, oh Johnny Depp is just gonna be the main character in every single one of my movies that I make. So yeah. it's it's Rob Zombie and and his wife, right? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Danny DeVito also, he's he's also prominently featured in um quite a few of Tim Burton movies. Still this day, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Dumbo. he Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't he in Dumbo? Dumbo? Oh, I didn't Big know that was Dumbo. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say Matilda, but that was a Danny DeVito movie. I didn't know that Tim Burton did Dumbo. That makes sense now. I, I still haven't watched that yet, but I do remember Danny DeVito being that in it. it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget where we were in the story. Not very far. Uh, but, uh, Joker comes back with probably one of the best on-screen, uh, not debuts because he was like as we said in 1966, but uh, his introduction in the movie, um, I would I would put it on par with almost anything. But uh, he he gives a a handshake with a, one of those taser handshaker thingies. I don't know. What oh yeah, called. that's a great scene. And uh, yeah, it just fries the guy. You used to get scare the shit out of me as a kid. He shows up in Grissom's office before that. that That's when he's oh, right. first revealed. Yeah, well, he reveals himself a... to the people, I guess is what I was thinking. Yeah, when he wipes all the makeup off right. his face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I forgot about that. Because he shows up to Grissom in his, like, white face, right? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he says, he's, he's like, Jack, is that you? And he's like, it's Joker. And then and you they, can see a lot happier. And, and then, then he kills him. him. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that yeah. happened beforehand. I thought it was yeah, all but, one thing, but. Yeah, that's a great scene I mean, where he's I, like. That scene happens right after he kills Grissom. Yeah. He meets with the family. Yeah. And, yeah. He scares the, the woman. Both penguins are in Dumbo. What's that? Both penguins are in Dumbo. Oh. Colin Farrell and... Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were meaning. I'm like, what? Penguins? I mean, I knew you were talking about Dan DeVito, but... (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a great scene where he just, like, walks out of the shadows and he reveals himself. Because, like, deliberately before that, like... uh, he's like is getting worked on by like a veterinarian like a gangster uh, medical guy and he's right, like well, right. you see what i have to work with you know <laughs> the, like the most weirdly shaped medical instruments that clearly aren't going to help him at all yeah i i forgot or didn't i didn't realize that he got like shot through the like face like when he before he fell into the acid or whatever Oh yeah, it like he shot or a bullet ricocheted off of something, and yeah. then he got shrapnel like all oh. to the face. or something. Yeah, something happened like on both sides. Oh, it, it like uh, it like hits the gauges, and then I think like he gets steam burned on his face or something. I thought something like it went through, like but glass, like embedded into his face or Maybe something. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, so so yeah, like the dude like reconstructed his face to always be have in, a smile. Like, yeah, in a, in a smiling face. What's up with the grin? I think somebody <laughs> says. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk about Jack Nicholson as the Joker, too. Because, he's uh, yeah, he, he's really great. I remember the first time I watched it, and so, a little bit of pretense. I this, I hadn't watched this movie until after I had seen, like, The Dark Knight and, like, other versions. And Mark Hamill, who, in my opinion, is the best interpretation of the Joker. Oh, yeah. Even though it's all voice work. But, uh, I mean, he could uh, play it live action, too, and it would be awesome. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so I hadn't, I hadn't seen this movie until after I had seen those. So the first time I watched it, I was like, uh, you know, it's kind of lame or whatever. But after watching it this time, I was like, you know, he's actually really great as the Joker. Yeah. I, I would still say I, I prefer, like, Heath Ledger. Like as a on the movie side of things, but I mean, you don't get Heath Ledger without Jack Nicholson, so I'm not taking anything away from him. Yeah, exactly. There was a so a funny story about uh, Mark Hamill like voicing the Joker. He was brought in for Batman the Animated Series, and they're like, you know, just do your thing or whatever. And it was like after this film or whatever, and they're like, don't do uh nicholson you know just don't do jack nicholson they don't want him to be like yeah. basically like trying to emulate mimic him. the character because yeah. like at that time beforehand it was caesar romero played the joker who was like you know kind of a joke and then uh jack nicholson comes in and that was like holy shit that's like an actual joker character, like an actual you know? threat you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's so good um, he's very threatening, like you, like you had just said, Mike. But also, he is still very whimsical, like the Joker is. He's just like, yeah. He has his goons, and they're like destroying like artwork at a museum, and like you said, he's he, like, yeah. yeah, 
He electrocutes that guy into a, a skeleton. <laughs> just like and a then has, corpse. has a full-on conversation with him, like, oh yeah, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I think that he's honestly the best part of the movie because... I mean, obviously Michael Keaton is great, but, but there, he doesn't but there's, really have much. I was going to say, Batman. there's not a lot there. Like, yeah. we don't get a lot of Bruce Wayne, and we honestly don't get a lot of Batman. Like, yeah. I don't think. But No, I don't think. I, th I think that, yeah, it's mostly, like, obviously the villain, I think, in a lot of things carries the film. But it's very much uh, that the Joker <laughs> is... Is the driving force behind the whole movie. I like uh, what he does too in like his plot in this movie is like he has infected um like what is it like uh several like different beauty hygiene products beauty like, products yeah, yeah beauty products and yeah that's it beauty products because obviously he was horribly disfigured right so there's a sense of irony there he uh, infected uh, beauty products with like the Joker gas or whatever that but but only if you like. Use two or three of them together. Well, you had to combine them. Yeah. yeah. But nobody yes. knew what the combination was. There wasn't like a, a, a very apparent pattern. So the, the news people look like complete utter shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They look like they haven't showered in a week. Like just, <laughs> just because the guy wasn't using anything on his face, like he had like two big ass pimples. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that really going to happen? Like, under his eyes and everything. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like, uh, Tim Burton, like, shining a light on, like, how media is and all that shit, so mm -hmm. I thought that was, uh, really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we get that whole plot of him getting all that stuff together. Uh, there, there's some, like, you know, Vicky Vale comes over and has a date with Bruce. It's completely awkward, you know. Yeah. They're at both ends of the table, just they're like, past assault and bruce is like what what <laughs> uh so yeah, I, I wonder how much of that is uh bruce playing up or batman playing up the dumb billionaire type thing or if that's yeah. just actually how he is <laughs> yeah i don't know because i mean he, he starts to have a you know pretty normal conversation when they go to like the little kitchen area and alfred's there embarrassing him yeah as alfred does to be fair, he's only ever had Alfred, like, as a father figure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not unheard of for him to be really weird and reclusive because he hasn't had actual parents to... Oh, Sean disappeared. Um, hasn't had actual parents to, like, teach him, like, social-type interactions and shit like that. Like, but at the same... I'm sure he went to, like, private schools where he was just, like, bullied for not having parents or some shit like that, you know? That, that's all very valid, but at the same time, like, he has fundraisers all the time. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he interacts but, with people. I don't know. But also, like, you gotta think about it, too. He's Wayne. He's... All he is is the majority shareholder. He's like Norman Osborn at Oscorp. Yeah. He really didn't make any decisions... He just sits in and makes sure, like, that everyone else is making the decisions. And then they just look at him and go, cool? And he goes, cool. Like, so I'm sure, like, the fundraisers that they set up are set up by the company, and he has no choice but to just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. You say and that. like, hey, 
be sober on <laughs> July 26th at 7 p.m. because we're going to have a shit ton of people over to your house. I mean, that's all very true, probably, I would say, in this movie. But in the next one that we'll be talking about, uh, he literally has a one-on-one uh, like meeting with uh, Max, whatever his face is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, you watch Bruce evolve, like, to where he's like, all right, I'm going to actually, like, take charge. But, like, look at Christian Bale. Like, mm. the way that he plays Wayne in the dark Knight and Batman begins where he's literally asleep at board meetings. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I like that, but yeah, I'm basically but just like, playing devil's advocate. The, I'm not the, really trying the, to argue. <laughs> no, no, no. But like Wayne's just kind of like the face man. Yeah. That's it. Like Bezos. Bezos doesn't really get any like decision making. He's just there. Well, he's retired. Yeah. He, he sold his shit. So, <laughs> Kind or like him, man. Lizard Man. What's his name? <laughs> I think Zuckerberg. Elon Musk is pretty. Uh, oh yeah, Zuckerberg. Lizard Man. I don't know. What? Zuckerberg. He's an, yeah, he's an alien. Oh. He is. Yes. Hello, fellow humans. <laughs> Open the uh, the lizard people discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lizard People Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the Joker. Um, after doing this stunt of like poisoning these beauty products, he uh, basically is extorting Vicky to like take pictures of him and I forget the name of the girl, uh, the woman that uh, he was sleeping with. But uh, I have um, no idea because he's yeah, because he was like looking through because she's a photographer and he's like looking through her album and she's like a oh, garbage crap crap. And it's, like, really nice, like, modeling photos. Mm -hmm. And then she gets to, like, the Corto Maltese stuff, which is, like, human corpses and, like, uh, people, like, dying Death. of starvation. He's like, ah, this is the stuff yeah. that I like. <laughs> it's like, you're going to be my photographer now. You're going to uh, make... And he, he, like, calls himself, we're both artists, you know. We we don't sink to the uh, level of these uh, other other creatures. <laughs> which is... It's, a, it's an interesting... Uh, a way to take the Joker, I think, considering himself like above being a gangster, being like an artist. Yeah. And then he shows off his girlfriend. Yeah. His who, Yeah. Who like I don't even understand what what's going on there. Like he just put the acid on her face, basically, like the same chemical that he got fucked up okay. with. Yeah, and then she kills herself. Why was yeah. she wearing a mask? Just because she was. Yeah, oh. I don't. I think she was wearing a mask to like cover up the scarring or something. Mm. Is or that maybe what it they was got just for uh, Rami Malik and No Time to Die? <laughs> maybe yeah, the half crack mask. Coming up his like pitted face. I'm trying to think where the story goes after this. I'm always bad at this part, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I don't want to get to the final act. Um, it's like all I remember after that. Yeah, essentially after that, it's um, uh, Batman saves her in the alley, and then she's like taking p photos of Batman and everything. Hmm. And then he, after he saves her, he he like knocks her out. Is that what happens? Batman <laughs> knocks her out. Gives her like steals. <laughs> yeah, steals the film, and then uh, puts her back home, and then 
Bruce Wayne goes to visit her and is going to confess that he's actually uh, Batman and he can't do it because, you know, that's just how he is. And that and then the Joker comes and confronts her again. And then they have like a whole they they have that two iconic scenes where yeah. he says, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight, which is what sparks Bruce's idea it, that because the, the person that killed his parents also said that. Yeah. Which could and, be a uh, coincidence, or it could be him. Sense. I don't know. Yeah. And then they well, get some guy to do a Jack Nicholson impression <laughs> as, like, he's younger. Like a younger it, version. It, it's not even him doing an impression, because it's, like, low-pitched. He's like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Like It's, it, it's like, slower, too, yeah. It, it, it's not even Jack Nicholson. It's just, like, pitched down, and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, but then he's like, later, kid. And then, um, uh, what, what, I always forget the line, but I know it's like super iconic that, uh, Michael Keaton says, you Oh, yeah. Yeah. He says, like, you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. Like, it's full Which Beetlejuice. Hmm. It's like full Beetlejuice, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, that's all I think of when, when he does that, that line. And he takes the, what is it? It's the poker. Like fire yeah. Poker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he like breaks like a couple vases and shit, and then like turns it on the Joker. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because um, before this, the Joker's like being jealous of Batman essentially because every time he shows up, he like kills somebody or he does something. Um, the news like completely ignores him as being like a news story, and then um they only focus on Batman because, like, Batman's the huge thing right now. Yeah. So he just basically gets jealous and kind of Yeah, pissy. he's just, like, full of jealousy. <laughs> and then is the climax after that? Like, the end? Whatever? Um, yeah. The Joker, uh, the, the Joker hijacks... Yeah, the Joker hijacks the uh, newscast, and basically, we forgot about this whole pl uh, backdrop, but the a festival, or what is it, like a an, an anniversary? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. the 4th of July, I forgot. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, having that, and the, he's... The 200th uh, Harvey year. Dent, who's running for mayor, is having an argument, who's also still the uh, DA. He's having an argument, and they're like... Uh, all the criminals need to be cleaned up, and then we're 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 continuing to have the festival. And um, Billy yeah. Dee's like, ah, yeah. But uh, so the joke, so like people are like not showing up because they're scared because the Joker's doing his thing. And then the Joker hijacks the radio waves, and he's like, "I am going to be at the festival, and I'm going to drop a shit ton of money for everybody to pick up, and so be there. And then I'm going to fight Batman, and then." That's when the final confrontation happens, where the Joker has, like, balloons filled with Joker gas, but he is, like, actually, like, shooting money at people still. Yeah. It's just a way to corral all of Gotham into the area to, like, murder oh. them, essentially. And, and then, then he pulled a three-foot-long gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, and then that's when we first see uh, the bat, or the... Batwing? Yeah, the Batwing. I was gonna say bat plane. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> but yeah, the bat wing. And then uh the Joker kills his top man because he was ill informed that Batman had 
a, a, a plane. Yeah, didn't know. But he crashes it, like, right away, right? Um, after he, uh, he gets all the balloons and flies them away, and then I think, yeah, it crashes. And Which then is... they have the confrontation in the bell tower. Which is pretty good. That, that's a good... I really like the end of this movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I like where he, like, shoots acid out of his flower to, mm -hmm. <laughs> to uh, you know, make the bell fall. And then Batman just barely, like, leans up against the wall. Um. Yeah. Batman so kills someone. Ah. I I wish I would have counted how many times Batman has killed people. Yeah. In these like, two uh, movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he starts the move the second movie with killing someone like right away. I think there's not... twenty in like the first half hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> in the second one. Wow. I mean, in this one, it's unmistakable. I mean, you could even say that he kills the Joker, too. But uh, he, he definitely kills one dude because he throws him in the middle of the bell tower. Yeah. There's no way he's surviving that. No. Unless it has, like, a some kind of batarang. <laughs> like, in the Spider-Man games, that like the web just automatically... So you don't throw people off buildings. Also, how does... Uh joker not turn into just a pile of flesh and uh <laughs> like blood like at the where he fell like there's like a hole in the pavement and i was like what was he the hulk yeah, it, it's like it's like looney tunes yeah. Yeah. where it's like an outline of the joker like yeah and it's like yeah you would be Tunes, uh when we watched it there was that whole uh the beginning where Bruce is like overlooking something and it's literally cartoon drawn. So like it's a bird's eye view of the building and you just see the hand drawn Batman turn around and walk like yeah. see the silhouette like, walk back in through the doorway and I was like, What the fuck? They did that <laughs> like, when the Joker fell too. Uh yeah. It's like Jack Nicholson falling and then to at a certain point they just like turn it into like an illustration of like uh, somebody falling down to their death, essentially. It's pretty jarring when that happens. It, I, it is a little. It is a little distracting. Uh, aside from that, the like matte paintings and the artwork that they did for the movie are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they actually, instead of having it look like New York or whatever, there's like huge acid vats and things like that. It makes it look like rundown Gotham City and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They, instead of looking like Pittsburgh or New York. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I hate how. Easy it is to recognize what city they shot in. True. And obviously, the music is iconic, so... It's done by I Prince. That's one I was thing... shocked by Prince. Uh, one thing that I was kind of disappointed with when they switched to... It wasn't Hans Zimmer. I think it was Tom uh, Hulkenberg, Junkie XL. Uh, for Zack Snyder's Justice League, because I actually liked that Danny Elfman came back to do Justice League and did Batman's theme <laughs> for Ben Affleck's Batman. Like I was, like when I first saw that and I like heard the music, I was like, oh, I was like, that's awesome. Like I don't know, for me, like Hans Zimmer has great score for Batman and everything, but like nothing beats that Danny Elfman Batman theme. Like that's just the theme 
mm-hmm. for Batman. Yes. You don't like, like uh you hear it and you're like, oh that's Batman. You don't same like... thing with John Williams Superman. Like you hear that and you're like, oh okay, that's Superman. Like there's an iconic bit to that that never goes away. What about Michael Giacchino's Batman theme? It while I like it, it's still so goddamn bland. It's like four there, notes, there, five there, notes. Yeah, yeah, there's no theme. It's like the Imperial March. <laughs> Actually, it is. It's the same chords as the Imperial March. It just goes dun, 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 dun. like it's the same chords as the Imperial March, just played over and over again. Hmm. I did. I did so, hear somebody talk about that. I mean, it works. It definitely works for it. But there's oh, nothing. Th- there's nothing that like holds to it. Like, there's nothing that you hear and you're like, oh wow, yeah, that's a great theme for him. Like, no, it's just kind of a motif that is played and there's no you'll forget about it in like a week Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah i don't know perfect score he also scored spider-man which in my opinion is one of the best superhero themes ever composed it's pretty good Mm -hmm. but we talked about that already yeah, well, um, I don't think back. we actually talked about any of the music whenever <laughs> we did this because it was like we had to talk about three movies and it was like two and a half hours long. That Welcome was... back to our part two of the Spider Man podcast. <laughs> that was a long, long podcast. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, wait, yeah, we were on camera back then. That was like the was, second uh, or third I one. I think that was literally was the first one. one that we did or... on camera. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the first one. Mm, you could be right. It yeah. was. It and, was. Uh, Spider Man was the second because we. I remember we moved around the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to find the right That's setup. Right. So yeah, I mean, I is that all we have to say about the first nineteen eighty nine Batman? I think um, so. I think so. I think that it was an excellent first jump into live action Batman. I mean feature length new age <laughs> I, there has to be a lot of stipulations because apparently there already was a feature length oh I think it was a TV film. movie though right it wasn't like a I think so I think it was a TV movie so it I mean, was a feature TV movie right so I mean it's not like a feature film that was like theater wise I mean they might have shown in theaters it might have been I don't know though anyway but yeah I wouldn't call you out if, if that's how you said about this movie that it was yeah, the first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a it's an excellent uh first step into that character in cinema. Yeah. Um and we rate both at the end. I can't remember how we do this shit. I think it's because we, we do it every of, two weeks and I'm just like, I remember. We do it a little loose, a little loose. Sometimes we do one at the end of the first one. Sometimes we wait until they're both finished to rate them. So. Okay. Well, what, do, what do you guys feel? You want to do them all later? I'm fine with rating it now. Okay. I'll so go... rate it now. Rate it now. <laughs> uh... Eight. <laughs> I, I, I like the eight. I, I like that. I'll go eight. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, like I said, it's it's different now looking at it 
I mean, 30, 40 years after it's been made because like how many other Batman movies have come out since then. So, and especially like we grew up, or at least I grew up with the, like Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Like those were like my adolescent Batman films. So obviously I'm going to have a soft spot for those over these ones, but these are like still great. So uh, I think eight is like a perfect score for it too. So yeah, I, uh, I almost felt really old when you said 30 or 40. It's only a year older than me, and I sure as hell ain't 40, so. <laughs> well, 40-year-old movie. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm the opposite. I, like, I see saw these before, you know, the uh, the Christian Bale ones. Yeah. Um, but if we're done, that's a good segue into this next installment of Batman, Batman Returns. Uh, this one actually is the one that I owned. I, I barely or rarely ever saw the first one uh, growing up because I owned Returns and I think I later owned uh, Batman Forever. Mm. So like those two are my kind of go-to. I don't go to Returns very often. I like Returns the most yeah. out of all four of them. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the fucking Danny, Danny DeVito like set in that very like and I mean when we look at it like there was a lot of things that changed with Tim Burton between nineteen eighty nine and this movie. So uh I think that there was a big jump in like production value. Oh yeah. Stuff it's, like I mean, that. Like, he had the confidence a lot darker too. He had the confidence of the studio backing him too. So, like, not that he didn't with the first one, but like that one was such a success that they're like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, they just threw more money at him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very apparent. Like, as soon as the movie starts, it just looks better, even now. Yeah. So it's <clears throat> this film is about uh, Oswald Cobblepot, or who he is. He calls himself the Penguin because he doesn't know his real name because he was abandoned by uh, Paul Rubens, his father, at the beginning of the film. Hmm. Uh, uh, he, he came back to play him in um, Gotham. Yeah. Did he? Paul Rubens came back to play uh, Oswald Cobblepot's father in Gotham. Yeah. Well, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing a couple of years ago where people were like, Pee Wee Herman's returning to play <laughs> Oswald's dad. Uh, which is funny because also, you know, Tim Burton made Pee Wee's Big Adventure, so. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> like, oh, I. Where's the DeVito in that? <laughs> Talking about Paul Rubens, you moron. Yeah, where was where was Danny DeVito in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh, I don't know. That'd be good. But, uh, yes, so back to the film. Um, uh, the Penguin is abandoned, raised in the sewers, and then. Uh, I don't remember exactly how, but he is like convinced to run for mayor by what's his what's Christopher Walken's character's name? He's convinced. He, he's convinced by sexual favors. Oh yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> like they literally just say that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what was that's I? Christopher yeah, Christopher Walken's character. Yeah, who is like a uh despot businessman uh like openly murdering people 
and uh, using Selena people. Kyle. Huh? Selena Kyle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, murder Selena Kyle. Well, attempts to murder her, at least. And, uh, yeah, so, like, the this takes place during a mayoral race, which is funny that um, Harvey Dent isn't involved at all in this movie, considering the last movie. I mean, he's but, there. I Do we see him on screen, or just, like, a poster for him? I think it's just a poster, and I don't even know. I think it might just be words. It might not even be Billy D's face. No, it's his face. I, I do remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so it like takes place during this mayoral campaign to try. Uh, basically, uh, what Max is trying to do is like you like it uh, put the penguin or Oswald in a position of power so that he can manipulate him and change like rules for him to do whatever he wants with his business and things like that. And later on, when when penguins convinced to be mayor. The the race is already over because they say it's December at that point, and you know voting happens in November. Uh, Penguin even like says that like it, it's mm. December, like we're past that. <laughs> yeah, and and Max was like, well, that you know, people can be impeached or resign or die. I don't know if he says that, but I'm sure it was implemented. Yeah, or implied, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I for good point. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the we didn't really even say how the movie starts off. It it starts off pretty actiony. Like we don't have to wait for Batman. I guess we didn't have to wait in the first one, but um. Like the 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 clown people. As yeah, it's a, the, all the clown people. Like running rampant, and yeah, uh, he he literally kills people. Are those, like, supposed to be, like, Joker's minions that, like, I, leftover minions or something? Because they don't, I don't like, think so, but... Like, his his goons from the... What's that? They work for the Penguin. Well, later on in the movie, is it, like, how... Is that how it's set up? They're, they're working for the Penguin originally? Yeah, the way I always understood it was he was sending them above to do, like, to cause... To stir up shit. And then he would come up to the top, which is what happens uh, when they steal the baby. Yeah. And they basically stage it where he comes out the hero. Mm -hmm. So basically he was trying to resurface and come out the hero of the story in order to infiltrate. Doesn't doesn't he like literally like lift out of the sewer holding the baby? Oh, like, yeah. Like from like a platform, like raising him out of the sewer. So I... I, yeah. I... I hate that shot because he's coming up on that duck thing that he rides. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, once it gets to a certain point, like, it's not going to raise them anymore. But this yeah. platform that raises them up, literally, like, you can see it. it like, it's the same size hole as the manhole cover. Like, always has bothered me. I don't even pick up on that kind of stuff, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> He's like, I don't know if he's like trying to ingratiate himself back into society or what, but well, that was all Max. Uh, what Shrek something? Shrek is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Um, it was Shrek and Fiona's idea. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I forget how he manipulates Shrek into Max. I don't like saying Shrek. Yeah, because we found <laughs> his dead partner. Right. 
Yeah. And he he's got a way to. Going, oh, yeah. yeah. He, you're going to bring me back up to the surface and make me a hero, or right. I'm going to reveal to the world that you're a murderer. Right. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he has that thing of acid, and then he has uh, shredded papers. He's like, if a document like that were to uh, be oh, a yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, it's funny the things people flush down <laughs> the drain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he has the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the line is, you flush it, I flaunt it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in in I'm my partner. Oh, he's on sabbatical. <laughs> oh, is he? Hey, I'm so impotent. Yeah. But when they finally come to agreement, they shake hands and it's his old partner's hand. Yeah. And Max is just <laughs> looking at it like, what the fuck? Yeah, mm, but Penguin's a great character. Like, he is, like, we thought that, like, Joker was crazy, but, like, Penguin is, like, cuckoo in this movie. Yeah. He, he is completely off his... I mean, he was raised by penguins, I guess, so yeah. that's natural. He's very animalistic, but, so, uh, yeah, he's he's completely nuts. Growing up, like... that dude's nose, like, almost off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, growing up, like, like I said, I own this one. But, like, I could only watch it every so often, like, because Pe- Dave DeVito literally scared me, as I said yeah, he's, earlier. he's pretty scared. Like, and it, it just made me kind of uncomfortable. I mean, I, like, I think that was kind of the point, was for yeah. him to really make you uncomfortable. But it, I mean, it, it just comes to show, like, why everybody, because when this movie came out, like, they pulled the toys, I think, from McDonald's, because, like... <laughs> Parents like retaliated because this shit was way too dark. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Yeah, like that. You telling me that those toys are worth something? No, like enough of them still exist. Like even the cups that they they had, I used to have one, and my dad broke it like a couple years ago. I'd, I'd still to this day use it when I went down, but it got broken finally. But yeah, it was a cool cup. I need to find one again. But traces of lead paint. No, I mean, it was just a glass cup. <laughs> uh, but even, like, Selena Kyle has a pretty grotesque, like, character design in this. Because, like, obviously she's... Like like I had mentioned in the previous, uh, like, discussion of the previous movie, they, they like, up Gotham's ante. They have, like, these, like, thousand-foot-high <laughs> skyscrapers. And um, so, like, uh, Max throws Selena out that, and she falls... And luckily, she like hits like an awning that like tears Several. through. Yeah, yeah. No, like and seven then or eight. She hits the ground, and then she like is all cut up and shit. And then I, I, I just don't like the look of her suit, like the zippers and things. Like I don't know. I don't See, know. I like it. Oh, it's all stitched together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I have a discussion point I want to throw out there for the. The origin of Selena Kyle, Catwoman, in this one. Uh, the the general consensus is that she's basically a zombie. Like, that that the cats revived her. And oh, that's why she's Catwoman. Now, I, I didn't ever hear this theory until, like, recently. I was watching some things, kind of getting ready for this. Uh, but, like, people think that. And I mean, it makes sense because she gets shot like three or four times, and she's counting down the lives that she has. Right. Like, 
I mean, it, it makes sense that there's, like, some kind of supernatural, like, thing that happens to her, because the same thing happens in Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's, like, a totally different thing, though. Like, Yeah, but it, it's the same type of origin where they, like, revive her. Mm-hmm. Which is just weird. Um, I've literally never seen that movie. I watched it once when I was, like, 12 or 13 yeah. it was on amc and i watched it and i was like this is awful the video game was pretty fun i didn't know there was a video game who greenlit that <laughs> i have heard that that's actually decent yeah uh there was, I, I there was a wanted game too yeah i mean we we have several shitty comic book movies that were awesome games wolverine yeah. and uh origins is one of the best games like ever I've never played that. Oh, I own it. You're playing it. Oh, I know you own it. Yeah, I've seen it on your shelf. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the zombie Catwoman idea. Like, I guess it kind of makes sense in the context of the story, but it's really like I don't like it. I'm just like I don't want to say that these movies are grounded by any means. Yeah, that's like I I think that's a little bit too much. Like I never watching this over the years. I never interpret it interpreted it that way so like when when somebody was saying that in a review i was watching i was like what <laughs> it like, makes sense like aaron said whenever she's being sh- being shot and she's like counting down the lives or whatever she has i i i feel like that's kind of her just being cheeky because like right she's dressed as a cat or whatever but then she disappears mm. and you, they show her alive at the end of the movie yeah, I don't um I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I just thought it's it was the Yeah. Yeah. That I, is very Tim Burton ass. This is the first time I've been ever heard of it, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really investigate it much further. I just thought it was very interesting. Oh it is. I don't it's like it. I don't like it. I don't like it, but it's it's interesting. This has ruined my entire view of the movie. <laughs> I'll never be able to watch this film again. Point five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but very much like the first one, uh, this this film is driven by the villains. Uh, I feel like Bat, like he has a little bit more to do in this one, but it's still just kind of like Batman and Bruce Wayne, just kind of like along for the ride. Really? Yeah, I I agree. I'm trying to think. Uh, like I, I mentioned before, uh, we do see a little bit more Bruce Wayne, I think, because uh, he has that little meet up with uh, Max, and mm-hmm. then like he meets Selena Kyle for the first time, right after she's zombified. <laughs> zombified, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I asked uh, Aaron this, and I couldn't remember. Still, uh, did they have like a relationship in this? movie like yeah 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 they're 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 making out on the couch like later on and they find each other's scars like oh okay catwoman or selena's like putting her hand like up uh bruce's side and that's where like she put the claw a little bit ago Mm -hmm. so he like moves her hand and he like starts like working up her arm and she had like a burn on her like upper 
arm. So she like freaks out and she's like, I I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny how like uh like um Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, like that's like they always find out their secret identities. Yeah. Like in every in every iteration. I except I think the most recent one, but well, even, I mean even... No, 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 they do. I'm pretty sure they do. In the new one. I don't remember. But I... Batman and Catwoman get married. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean there's that was a Tom storyline. There's a lot of different outcomes with those two. Yeah. Most of the time they end up together. Yeah. And she raises uh, Talia's and Bruce's bastard child. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if it was like I don't know if it was like some weird perception that I was like told at one time. But I used to thought she was primarily a lesbian, but mm. I don't know. I don't know where I, I got think that that's from. Po- Poison Ivy's uh Well I mean that's yeah, that's that her and uh Harley Quinn now, but Listen, don't Yeah, they're, they're, they're all there. All she did was dress up as a big, sexy, pink gorilla and do some weird dance to awaken a bunch of furries. That's all she did. What a weird fucking movie. <laughs> we already talked about we that. Already, yeah, we already talked about that. I don't, I don't know where we're at in this movie. Um. Well, uh, why does... I guess we could get into why the penguins like him being like this mayoral candidate or whatever. It breaks down because he like goes fucking nuts, right? He like bite like you said, Aaron. He bites that dude's like nose almost clean off, and then he just like goes fucking wild. And then Max is like, "All right, this clearly isn't working. Get back to the sewer, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking piece of chips." <laughs> Why the final nail in the coffin was? uh uh, Penguin takes control of the Batmobile, mm. and Bruce just or Batman just has a fucking random blank CD so he can record his audio mm. in, in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, it's like a it's not even a CD; it's like a laser disc that's like this big that he like loads into I, the front of the Batmobile. I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> that's what that turbine is on the front. It's actually just a laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I love that image of the penguin on that like it's like a remotely controlling the Batmobile. He's like on a rocket ship, right? It's like a toy rocket ship, and he's no, like, it's it's an actual Batmobile. Oh, is it like a toy Batmobile? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember. It's like a kid's yeah. ride. Yeah, and he's just like takes control of it, but then obviously this city like a harp from hell. <laughs> uh, Batman gets control of the shit again yeah so the only reason penguin even gives up the whole mayor thing is because he says a line to batman as he's recording and i don't know something about i had the city or have the city in the palm of my hands and they just don't know like a heart from hell yeah yeah and then they all find out and they're like oh we're not voting cobblepot and then yeah Yeah, everybody just turns on them yeah, he retreats to the sewers. And then he's gonna... He has a plot for his goons to go, like, capture the firstborn of every, like... Is that what it is? He's like, capture the babies of all the... 
Yeah, and he, he tries to take Max's son, like, right mm. right away. The big dumbass. <laughs> He's like, no, father. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. I, I went into this, this watch thinking that, like, I thought he had such a more prominent role than he did. He's barely... Yeah, he's barely in it. He's literally just a bodyguard who's just stupid. Yeah. He, I don't even think he, like, knows that his dad is, like, committing crime. No. No. Yeah. Of course not. He would never do that. No. He's too dumb. <laughs> yeah, I like that part uh, whenever the Penguin's, like, explaining to his goons. It's like, uh, it's like some gala or something's having some party, and he's like, we're gonna go up there and steal all of the... While they're, all the Gothamites are busy, we're gonna go steal all their babies. And then the one guy's like, I don't want to do that. So he, like, kills him. Yeah, he shoots him dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Pew. anybody else want to not do it? And they're like, no, we'll go do it. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name for uh, a populace, by the way, Gothamites. Yeah. Or a disease, Gothamitis. <laughs> Gothamitis. Goblinitis. <laughs> I wonder where my brain got that. Goblinitis. <laughs> you caught the goblinitis, son. You caught the penguinitis. It's genetic. <laughs> That's not a good movie either. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> this is better than that movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, these are yeah. I, yeah. We don't have to go there. I don't. I don't know what else to say about the movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, the end battle, they just battle in Penguin's lair. Yeah, I think I, I think I will say, I think the end fight in, in the first one is a little bit better than the end fight in this one. But You, you oh. know, I, I, I gotta say this real quick before we get into the fight scenes and stuff like that. Christopher Walken, um, it really showcases him as an actor because he really isn't acting when he pushes Selena Kyle out the window, because he and Robert Wagner did that to Natalie Wood back in the 70s. So he was, like, very used to pushing somebody over the edge of something and for faking it as a fall. <laughs> wow. I do like that scene where uh, Christopher Walken sees Selena Kyle, like, alive. Like, she comes into the office, and she's like, oh, no. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You I see like the this. fear in his eyes. That's because he saw but a zombie. Does she have uh, amnesia? She doesn't remember what happened, or was that just like her playing? Oh, that's a whole ploy. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't remember if she remembered or not. But he thinks he's okay because she's. She plays it off. Amnesia. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you can continue with the uh, fight scene. I don't really in the lair. Like you said, like it's pretty forgettable because yeah. I literally I just watched it yesterday. I don't fucking remember what happens. But, uh... He, like, Penguin bleeds, like, black blood. Well, yeah, he, he does die. Which yeah. is a weird thing that, that like... Uh, did they kill all the villains in the other ones, too? I don't remember. Two-Face and Riddler... No, well, Two-Face yeah, and Riddler survive. Yeah, Riddler's uh, captured. Bane and Dr. Freeze survive. Um, Joker and Penguin are the only two that actually die. Well, Two Face dies. Does he die? Yeah. 
I thought that he was in... Because um... he, he falls into the bottom of the pit. Oh, right, 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 right. And then the thing lands in his hand, the coin lands in his hand, because he's getting melted in the acid. That's right. Yeah. I, I think it's just water, but... Oh, yeah, I'm it might melting. have been. <laughs> But yeah, and then the Riddler is just uh, jailed. But yeah. yeah, it's weird that uh, these first two... It, the ones directed by Tim Burton, he's like, I'm just gonna fucking kill the villain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it works. Um, uh, yeah, I think it works, too. So the the backlash from this movie is exactly why we get Joel Schumacher for the next two. Oh yeah, they said it was too gritty. I mean, yeah, it, like you had mentioned, the penguin is pretty frightening. I mean, fa like parents were pissed. Like, I don't know if this was kind of before some of the like. Do they know that that monkey got Danny DeVito in the balls? <laughs> Have you ever heard that story, Mike? No. <laughs> That monkey rushed Danny DeVito in a take and bit him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> there's, oh a, there's an interview where I forget what show he's on, but he like talks about that monkey and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, when we were doing this take, like the monkey just ran up to me and just bit him right in the nuts. Monkeys are assholes. Oh, that monkey was an asshole. The, the one that was on Friends, I don't know if you guys, how much you've watched, oh, yeah. but Ross had a monkey. And they fucking hated that thing. Like, it would be on it's his shoulder. It. Yeah, it was on his shoulder. Like, during takes, it would just take a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't like the monkey either. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going <laughs> This has been monkey talk. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure that they didn't show, like, Danny DeVito. Like, like they teased the penguin by, like, a silhouette. But they like didn't show like what he actually looked like. So kids or parents taking their kids to see the movie are probably like, oh, you know, I mean, Joker was a little scary, but you know, it, it'll probably be fine. And then whenever Danny DeVito walks out looking like he does, they're probably like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah I, from like Bird and Meredith, where he's just a dude with a monocle and like an umbrella, and they're like, oh, that's what the thing gonna look like. And then they go in, and they're like, oh my god. <laughs> like when he's yeah, eating, exactly. like when he's eating that fish and stuff. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It probably needed to be a higher rating than what it was. I don't know what it came out as, but. I think it was PG. Yeah. It probably. PG-13. It probably should have been PG-13. I think it is PG, actually. It don't matter, but. No, because PG-13 wasn't retroactively implemented until later on. Okay. Yeah. This could have been a big reason why it was. I don't I know mean, that. You go back now, it probably would be hmm. PG-13. Yes. Yeah. Give the MPAA something to do and have them retroactively go back and, like, rate movies. <laughs> they just, like, rewatch something and they're like, Jaws should actually be PG-13, I think. I kind of thought they did that, but I guess not. I think they did with some stuff. Like some really, like, borderline shit. I'm yeah. sure they did. Like I Robocop, the... where it was yeah. actually M317, and then they really? got it down to an R rating. Huh, I did not know that. I, I, oh, yeah. think, I think I did know that, yeah. Paul Verhoeven. What a guy. <laughs> Anything a else? 
before uh, the Penguin and the Catwoman and Batman returns. And Christopher Walken. Yeah. I I don't know. I get I get I guess like uh so I think Selena Kyle's probably more my favorite in this movie. Like I just like how like messed up she is even before she becomes Catwoman. Like <laughs> like she comes home and she's like, Honey, I'm home. Oh yeah, I'm not married. <laughs> like I don't know. I just I don't know. I like her character. Always did. I like the penguin. He's I, I just like Danny DeVito. And see I don't I, mean, I don't have a tie like to Danny DeVito. Like sure I understand why he's popular and people like him, but I don't know. He's he's never really done it for me. I think he's great as the penguin. Yeah, I think he might be he might be the best penguin. So far. I really like yeah. the guy on on Gotham. I didn't yeah. I like most of those, you know, versions of the. That Riddler is just the best. Yeah. We're not here for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, not I guess it's uh, rating time. Yeah, rating time. Somebody's tired over there. I'm fully right. I will say. Probably eight and a half, eight point five out of ten. Just because I do like this one more. I don't know why. I have I I like it more. I think I just like the the way it looks more. Like the first one was very dark, and uh, this one is like it's more in the light. There's a lot of more like daylight scenes and everything. Yeah. So well, even the nighttime scenes are lighter. Yeah, a lot brighter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just like it more. I like. <laughs> the penguin as a villain more i think and i could do without the selena kyle stuff but it's fine um but yeah they just completely ignore vicky vale too don't they there's one like mention of her i think when selena and him are hanging out like because he mentions like oh there was there was somebody once but it didn't work out or whatever yeah i think they say her name I'm gonna have to go. I want to say I like the first one more, so I, I guess that'll have to put me at seven point five. I don't know. Sounds kind of low. Rate of the same, and then still just say you like one more. That's true. I guess that's what I'll do because I. That's what I was gonna say, but then I was like, "Well, I don't know." But yeah, I'll go eight for this one as well. Aaron. Sean's 8.5 um, I do like this movie more than the first one um, might just be the higher production value um, the more established characters the more established world um, but yeah I mean that's I gotta give it that yeah boom we did it boom. another podcast in the books and now it is time for Aaron to recommend a movie for us to watch for our next episode in two weeks what will it be I don't know because I'm <laughs> can you do a recommendation on something that hasn't actually been released yet 
Sure, as long as it's going to be out and we can yeah, have time as to long watch as we're it. We're able to watch it, I guess. Now, I think I'm going to go back to my original thing because I can't, I can't recommend something that hasn't come out yet because it could be dog shit and we just watch. <laughs> we're like, nah, fuck that. We don't want to talk about that. Um, Sean probably knows exactly what I'm talking about. I don't uh, actually I, know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, okay. Well, I'll explain later. But um, I think you both have Prime, right? Yeah. Well, I can. A way to get it. I have ways. Okay. <laughs> um, or I'll just read it, whatever it is. Because we haven't really done a movie like this yet, and I've been kind of on a kick. Um, let's revisit Casino Royale. Okay, because we, we really haven't done like a spy spy You've thriller. Completely movie. ruined my next recommendation. I have to thank you in advance for that. So, <laughs> because That's fine. my next recommendation was going to be a spy movie. <laughs> oh, there you go. I beat you to it. Is that that animated one with Will Smith? No, it was not. Where he turns into a bird. Yeah, it turns into. A I want to change my recommendation to that right now. <laughs> All right, no, guys. I, I think we'll go with um, <laughs> uh, Ian Fleming's James Bond in Casino Royale from 2006. I haven't watched any of those in... What year would that have been? 2009? 2000 and, uh, yeah, 2008-2009-ish. Like 2008-2009 was Quantum of Solace? Was like 2009? So maybe it was 2007. When, when did Skyfall come out? 2012. 12, yeah. Okay. Well, it was later than I thought, but I watched the first two in preparation for that. So that's yeah. how lo- that's how long it's been was since 2012. Yeah. All right, guys. If you don't want to be spoiled for Casino Royale before next episode, make sure to watch it because we will be having a spoiler discussion about it. I hope you enjoyed our new way of bringing you our podcast. There were some unforeseen circumstances that had to be dealt with but we got it to you nonetheless Make sure i don't know like what you're comment. talking about <laughs> like comment subscribe all that fun stuff and you should be back to our regularly scheduled programming from here on out but you know these are unprecedented times so you never know i guess we'll see you in the next one guys i'm batman <laughs>